0: So, James, we were going to talk about, ostensibly, (laughs) x-rays this morning. But when I started looking at x-rays, I kind of went down a rabbit hole of (laughs) radioactivity (laughs) and how they were all connected. Mm -hmm. And I'll maybe be able to explain how I got to the rabbit hole. But first, I wanted to know, have you heard about this... Uh, news story going on in Australia about a lost
1: super radioactive device? Uh, No, I did not hear about it until you... I did look at your notes this morning, and so I did see (laughs) that you had it in the notes, but I had not heard of it, no. It's really fascinating
0: to me, anyway. Um, I'm not exactly sure how they use this device, but it's, it's used in mines maybe around the world but they were using it over in in western australia and they wanted to move it from the mine to some facility Mm -hmm. and if i understand correctly they went like quite a long ways away across australia like 1400 kilometers (laughs) when they got there they didn't check their inventory for like a week or close to a week and someone checked inventory and realized this thing was missing, <laughs> and I, for some reason, it really amazes me that no one thought to look for it because it's like, it's like incredibly, incredibly radioactive. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that it is only the size of a, of a capsule. It's mm-hmm. eight, eight millimeters by six millimeters is its d- dimensions are like uh, a third of an inch by a quarter of an inch. So yeah. It's a tiny little thing but super powerful Mm -hmm. and how powerful I'm not sure I the measurements for radiation don't really mean anything to (laughs) normal people so it it could cause skin burns Mm -hmm. and if it if if you were near it and if you were near it for a long time it would start you know breaking down your DNA and causing cancer so (laughs) it's like Receiving, they said it's equivalent to receiving 10 x-rays per hour Mm -hmm. by being near the thing. But it dropped off of a truck. And (laughs) reading the headline, you wonder how could that be possible? But I guess it's the size of, you know, just like a vitamin. Yeah. And so it would be maybe pretty easy. But I don't know. What did they do? They just stuck this thing, like they just threw this (laughs) little
1: pill in the... (laughs) They just like threw it in the back of the truck. <laughs> they went across a bump and, and it just, just fell off. I don't know how they were hauling
0: it, but anyway, they've been spending the last <laughs> maybe close to two weeks um, going over the deserts over this like you know fourteen hundred kilometer base yeah. with um, what are they called Ge- uh, Geiger counters? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, Geiger counter. Yeah, hoping for this thing to go beep 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 so
1: that they can find this <laughs> thing that is the size of a pill. Yeah, well, yeah, the title, I, I just laugh because it says Australia Mining Company, sorry for losing radioactive device. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like North, yeah, it's like North Korea is like, oh, man, sorry about dropping an atomic bomb on your city, you know, we weren't <laughs> trying to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's not quite that bad, but. So I'm, um, this is a little bit how I ended up with this news article. Um, I don't even remember, but it it kind of ties into uh, where I went with X rays. So, if I were to have asked you before, I don't know if you looked over over all my notes or not, but who who discovered the X ray?
1: Who would you have said at first? I would have said some dude named Rontgen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew knew who he was well this is your more your area of expertise (laughs) yeah i think i've mentioned before that i'm fascinated with energy Mm -hmm. well another thing that i'm probably equally fascinated about is is radiation i've really uh, i've Mm -hmm. got i've got a couple books that are just on radiation and the different types and how they're used and so forth so yeah it is an area of interest of mine for sure. Yeah, well, I had, I don't think ever heard of him. And
0: I, the uh, one video that I came across when I was doing some research for, for x-rays was, I'm not sure if I will include it in the show notes because I don't know if I, <laughs> if I kept it, but they in the States did some sort of, uh, informal poll and went out on the streets and asked people who discovered x-rays and like 100% of people said Marie Curie mm-hmm. and she's the most famous person uh, connected with x-rays and maybe do you know do you know why that is how she became
1: more famous than than the German fellow <laughs> so I, I do know that she She is very involved in discovering different types of radioactive substances. So, for instance, Mm -hmm. she helped to isolate the element radium, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, she's oftentimes associated with radiation, which, yeah, rightly so. But that is not the same as discovering x-rays. It was somebody else years before, I think. Yeah, well, actually, she...
0: The, the fellow who discovered radioactivity is named Becquerel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she and Becquerel and her husband, Jean Pierre, I think, all shared the Nobel Prize for, for discovering or discovering advancing radioactivity because they kind of all discovered it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Tesla and um, uh, however you say, uh, Rentgen or whatever. That's a German word that I'm not going to pronounce very well. (laughs) We're all kind of working on it at the same time. So people were aware that like uranium was uh, radioactive. I think Becquerel was one of the first to discover that. And then a whole plethora of scientists started uh, looking at this sort of
1: area of
0: of science.
1: Yeah, I think the whole thing of radioactivity... I can't remember who it was, I think it might have been Becquerel, that he had a chunk of pitch blend, which is kind of like uranium ore, mm-hmm. in a drawer, and he had a piece of photographic film or, you know, a plate, mm-hmm. I think it was photographic plate, which is what, you this know, is would before be... before film, yeah. This is before <laughs> film, yeah. But it's the equivalent back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, mm-hmm. and... He got it out later and realized that it was exposed, like it had been exposed to light, but it hadn't been. And he realized that it was the chunk of pitch blend that was giving off this, this <laughs> something. Uh, it, it's it's quite fascinating how many of these. There's so many scientific discoveries started off with some, that were accidental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's
0: hilarious to me to hear like. You know, Becquerel accidentally discovered this because he just had a bit of, you know, uranium ore in his (laughs) uh, bedside drawer. Or not bedside, (laughs) but like in his lab. And uh, uh, Rentgen also, like you said, it was accidental. He was trying to figure out how powerful radioactivity was. And so he covered up, hmm, maybe was that uranium or plutonium? I forget that uh, he covered it up with a bunch of cardboard and thought, well, that should be enough. And it ended up uh, lighting a screen on the other side of his yeah, lab. Yeah,
1: that was yeah, that was actually <laughs> a that was uh yeah. I watched a short little video oh. that you dropped in. It was uh, uh it was a uh, it was a tube, and I can't remember what it's called That's now. Right. Yeah, that he was running electricity through, and you're right. And mm-hmm. he noticed that it was still lighting up a a fluorescent or a phosphorescent screen even after he covered mm-hmm. up with cardboard. So, the, obviously, the light, what we think of as light, visible light, couldn't get through, but something mm-hmm. else was getting through, and he didn't know what to call them, so he called them x-rays. And and I think some people, when he first came out with them, uh, the reason that I remember his name is people would refer to them as rays or rays. Mm-hmm. Man, I have no idea how to pronounce this word. I'm... This is...
0: Oh, I listened to it. Uh, I listened to the pronunciation on Wikipedia a few times this morning, and it is very German. And I, i <laughs> <like, I'm> not like <laughs> or something like that. It's like w- or something like that. <laughs> and so it sounded too angry to say on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But Marie Curie, who had a husband, who everyone forgets. she became i think the reason she's most famous was partly because she was the first woman she was the first female nobel laureate and so that uh pushed her to fame and Mm -hmm. she was also the first nobel laureate who had a nobel in two different fields which uh let's see what was it chemistry and i forget the other one now Mm -hmm. but Another reason that she's famous is because she was pretty well the first person who applied radioactivity and and X rays in in a practical setting, and so I think that's why people associate X rays with with Madame Curie, and it sh- where she applied them was uh, on the battlefield, like World War One, and. It's, it's fascinating and, and very frightening to read <laughs> some okay. of the stories of what she was doing. But she set up radiology, mobile radiology units on the battlefields. And she had a gram of, now is it is it radon, rad, radi, radium, radium? Radium. Yeah. She had Yeah, she had a gram of radium that she donated to the war effort. Like she just kept it on her a lot of the time. And she pulled (laughs) off of the gram of radium radon, which wasn't named at the time, but it was a gas that was emitted and somehow managed to isolate that. And they used the radon gas to disinfect injuries on the battlefield. Which, (laughs) yeah. She was said to have died from a disease that no one... At the time, they weren't able to, to do the, the test to figure out if it was from her exposure to radioactivity, but it's said now that it's very likely she died from overexposure. And did you know that she is buried in a
1: lead vault? Yes, I do know. <laughs> Just a bit of an aside, it was astonishing. The first When they first were discovering radioactivity, they they had this, they were seeing this energy was like coming out of nowhere, like this. Mm-hmm. They were calculating the amount of energy that was given off by these substances, and they weren't losing any weight. Mm-hmm. It was almost like this energy was coming from nowhere. Now, technically, they were losing a little bit of weight, but it was so little that they couldn't hardly measure it. Yeah. They were like, this stuff is full of energy, and, you know, it, we're tired sometimes, maybe we'd like to be full of energy, and so yeah, they... uh the The first 20 or 30 years of the 20th century saw different people um doctors as well as kind of quack doctors selling different things with radium and different radioactive like you could you could you could take water and dump it in this carafe um this jug and it would make it make the water radioactive and you would drink it so that way you would have more energy and Make you healthier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, as you might know, things did not end well. Yeah. Imagine
0: if TikTok would have been uh, going then and there would have been a TikTok craze about
1: radioactive water that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, likely. Uh, yeah. So Marie died from, I mean, basically chronic radiation sickness, I believe. And I think her husband mm-hmm. probably died of the same. And radium That's is. What assume, yeah. yeah. So pitch blend. Uh, is really not that radioactive. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to like walk around with a piece of it in your pocket, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like that stuff that you were talking about where it was like 10 x-rays per hour. Mm-hmm. But radium and radon, and she also isolated the element polonium, mm-hmm. those are much, much more radioactive. And mm-hmm. that was why, yeah, like you said, she was buried in a lead vault because she, her body was... She'd worked with radioactive materials so much, and I think like her her books, like her notebooks and so forth, I think they're, uh, they maybe take them out occasionally, but they're inside of a lid, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, container or something just to reduce the amount of, supposedly, if you would turn off the lights in her lab, parts of it would glow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, down to her, her bones are radioactive now. Yeah, which it's which astonishing. As dangerous as we oftentimes think of radiation being, it's astonishing she lived as long as she did. I mean, she lived, mm-hmm. um, I mean, she didn't, she wasn't terribly old when she died. Mm-hmm. Let me see here, she's 66, but that's really, it's not like she died, in you know, in her 30s.
0: Right, and especially, you know, 100-something years ago, well, when did she die? Over, around hundred years ago, maybe thirty-four. Um, thirty-four years ago is when she
1: died. No, she was nineteen
0: thirty-four. Oh, I was gonna say that's impossible because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have remembered uh, her. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that you know, average lifespan was around around there, and so she she lived a fairly full life, uh, especially going through. The wars and whatnot, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about radiation and how radiation and X rays work briefly, mm-hmm. just to close out here. We probably, and then I also wanted to just briefly touch on why people are so scared of X rays and <laughs> see if you if you have if you know the theory for why that is. Sure. So there are three types of of radiation that they are three categories alpha, beta, and gamma radiation or, or rays or waves. And could you tell, could, do you have off the top of your head the, the big differences between those three, among those three?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing is that there's different types of radiation. Like there's, mm-hmm. we've talked about electromagnetic radiation in our Wi-Fi episode. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's like an energy wave. However, alpha beta and gamma are produced by activities in the nucleus of atoms and they tend to be much mm-hmm. more dangerous. however, for instance gamma is actually a type of electromagnetic radiation but alpha and beta technically aren't they're actually particles mm-hmm. so an alpha particle is um, you have an unstable atom and it doesn't it doesn't explode but it it, it splits off this what's called an alpha particle and an alpha particle is the same as a helium nucleus so it has two Mm -hmm. two protons two neutrons and it zips out and it's relatively slow but it also is one of the more dangerous ones in a lot of ways Um, Mm -hmm. like for instance uh, radon which you can in certain areas of the country it'll seep into your basement and since it's heavier than air it'll kind of remain down there. Radon uh gives off alpha particles, and so if you breathe it in, it's it's kind of strange. Alpha in a lot of ways is the most dangerous, but it's also the easiest to shield yourself from (laughs) Mm -hmm. it it's since it's so big, it will basically bounce off of like a sheet of paper. Like it won't get through paper. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you get it inside your body, then it can cause all sorts of havoc. So if you breathe it in it's extremely dangerous, and you'll get lung cancer and die. I mean, not not always, but yeah. you know, above a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And the same. So, for instance, plutonium gives off alpha particles. So you, you you can basically take a chunk of plutonium and hold it in your hand safely, mm-hmm. maybe with some gloves on. But you can hold it in your hand. However, if there's plutonium dust and you breathe it in. Uh, you're basically a goner,
0: <laughs> or at yeah, least you're gonna get really over. sick
1: mm-hmm. so is that, does that that line up with your research or
0: yeah, yeah, and so which of uh
1: which of these three do we use for x-rays uh neither of them okay <laughs> so yeah I, so I'll go through beta then quickly so beta is similar to alpha it's a particle that shot off but beta is a really energetic electron Mm -hmm. and there again that's given off by unstable isotopes and then gamma is there again it's an unstable isotope or unstable atom there's something that happens in the nucleus and it gives off a gamma ray, which is a type of electromagnetic radiation. So it's it's an energy wave, mm-hmm. it's not a particle. Gamma rays are what are used in uh in lots of sci-fi stories. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there was one video I was watching and for the like for X rays it had like a somebody taking an X ray, but then for the gamma ray symbol or to kind of illustrate what a gamma ray is, it had a picture of the Hulk. <laughs> Just kind, yeah. of, kind of rolled my eyes. <laughs> So gamma rays, there's there's the least energetic electromagnetic radiation is radio waves, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm not really worried about all the radio waves passing through my body. They're very low energy. But Mm -hmm. gamma rays are all the way on the other end. They're extremely energetic Mm -hmm. to where they can knock electrons off the atoms of your DNA and cause all sorts of problems, which can cause cancer. So... X-rays are not quite as energetic as gamma rays, but they're kind of close, like they almost overlap a little bit. So all of these,
0: is it accurate to say that they would be, they're all energy, would they all be part of the light spectrum?
1: Well, gamma, X-rays and gamma rays are alpha and beta, they're just particles that are moving really fast. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, they're like a really scaled down version of like if you're throwing a baseball at somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so they're not they have energy, but they're not like pure energy like mm-hmm. gamma and X rays are. And so X rays, they this the sort of light
0: energy of X rays can like like we said earlier, the these the scientists that we mentioned figured out it passes through matter to some degree but the way x-rays are are used is that the the energy is is sent through a a person for example a person's arm mm-hmm. but it interacts with the matter in the person's arm in in different ways depending on its density and then what comes out the other side is they essentially map what comes out the other side to say it didn't all come through, or it bounced off in a in a different way, maybe, and so we can determine by the way it came mm-hmm. through or what didn't come through that there was either uh, muscle tissue there or a bone, uh, yeah, a bone in the way or some mm-hmm. mass in the way, and then that gets uh, put onto a film, and from that they can
1: look and see what's on on the inside of a person. Is that fairly accurate? Yeah that, that's that's very right. Yeah, the the more energetic types of—it's kind of it, it's strange. So, for instance, radio waves can go straight through our body. The visible light can't, but then you go up to x-rays, and they can go through our body again. So I'm not quite sure how that all works. I'm sure there's mathematical reasons why. But, yeah, it just zips through your body, and your your muscle and fat, they don't really block the x-rays very much and but your bones are much denser and they do kind of like what you said and so Mm -hmm. uh, if you ever looked at an x-ray it it looks a little bit strange but you can see like these parts i think a lot of times what we're seeing is the when you look at an x-ray your bones are light Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking that's actually maybe the inverse or yeah i'm not sure how how they work now but Mm -hmm. so your bones block it and so it doesn't expose the i guess they used to use film now they probably use a electronic detector of some sort. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's right. And but then so when I was in when I was in first grade, I believe, I was playing out on the playground and I fell and landed on my arm and hurt my arm really badly. And turns out that I had just I hadn't broken my bone the whole way through, but it was just kind of a crack. Mm-hmm. So I had to wear a cast on my arm until it healed. And they took an X-ray of my arm, that was the first time I'd ever seen an X-ray, and you could very clearly see my bone and you could kind of see the little crack in my bone. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I found kind of fascinating is you could see you could see where my muscle was, where, where the outside of my arm was. It was very faint, but you could definitely see it, but it wasn't nearly as clear as the bone so yeah yeah it's it's just a picture it's a picture taken using x-rays you know using rays that go through your body instead of ones that that bounce off your skin to the camera and and to give a
0: another way of thinking about then the non-exposed part of the x-ray being the bone it would be maybe similar to shining a flashlight on your hand and having the, the shadow be on the wall yeah exactly and So you're only getting you're only getting a single plane when you take an X-ray, which is why they often take multiple ones to take, uh, you know, try to get different angles. Mm -hmm. If it's a hairline fracture and they don't have the correct plane, they're not going to be able to to see that. Mm -hmm. And probably we've all heard of CT scans. Mm -hmm. What C and T stand for? Computed tomography, I believe. Oh, that's right. That's right and so the they're essentially bombarding maybe that's not a pleasant word to use the body with x-rays in in a in a complete 360 mm-hmm. and taking i'm not even sure how many 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 shots of the body and creating this yeah tomography of all the all the bones and even all the tissue mm-hmm. um, they can map out with with what is the not radio, not radioactivity, but more like along the lines of
1: ultrasound technology.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't think. Yeah, yeah, with the same process.
1: Yeah, it's it it uses yeah it uses X rays just like a regular X ray, except instead of getting a two D picture, you can get a three D picture. Uh, have you ever had a CT scan, Sean? No. Okay, mm-hmm. I had one. I think it was yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a CT scan when I had my bike rack and bashed in my face uh broke my nose as when you lost your lost your nose <laughs> <laughs> i didn't lose it it was still attached yeah so they they took a bunch of they took us yeah you go in, inside of a thing it looks kind of like a donut mm-hmm. and then i saw a video one time of what it looks like with without the outer shields on and it, it just rotates really fast uh it's almost scary fast how, how fast it zips around and it just is taking x-rays mm-hmm. the whole time and it's detecting those x-rays. And then I guess the computed, I'm guessing they use computers to then mm-hmm. take all those pictures, which are you know each of the picture, each individual picture is 2d. but since they're mm-hmm. taking them in a circle, they can then put them together into kind of a 3D image that they can rotate and move. And also uh, regular x-rays you can't really use for anything more than looking at bones and a few other things. Mm-hmm. But with these, like you said, you can actually see, Muscle, tendon, things like that. Mm -hmm. With regular x-rays, this is... So sometimes you'll use what's called a contrast agent. Mm -hmm. For instance, if maybe there's something wrong with your intestines or getting some sort of a scan done, they'll give you um, a milkshake that has barium in it, I believe. Mm -hmm. So barium is a fairly heavy element. If you look on the periodic table, it's fairly high up there. But it's it's safe to consume, I mean... (laughs) It doesn't have any nutritive value, but it's not going to kill you. And they... I think it's maybe just below... Like, if you look on the periodic table, it's just below calcium, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm not sure. It's been a little while since I've looked at the periodic table, um, which is humorous considering that I have two of them in my bathroom. But anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't your shower curtain? The yeah, but it's table. kind of, kind of <laughs> turned into the background. I don't really think about it too much. Although... Yeah. The other day, I did notice that they spelled cesium like the British do, like Mm, mm C-A-E-S-I-U-M. But then they spelled aluminum like the Americans do instead of aluminium uh, with an I-U-M on the end. It's aluminum with N-U-M on the end. Inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. And then the other side, um, so I have two. I have one on the outside of the shower, one on the inside for the inside shower curtain. Uh, The one on the inside says cesium spelled the american way c e s i u m and then aluminum is spelled the british way so i don't know what's going on <laughs> huh that's fascinating so yeah that you can drink this barium and because it has a higher uh, molecular weight higher atomic mass actually it will tend to block x-rays so you can drink this stuff and then you can your intestines turn black like On the x-ray. Right?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're just covered in, coated in tar for the rest of your life. (laughs) But you could maybe really be, have a super, uh, it wouldn't be an (laughs) x-ray
1: if you swallowed that pill that the Australians lost. Uh, Yeah, that would probably fry your insides. Yeah, it was, (laughs) it was cesium I'm not sure if it was cesium-137 or not. Let me look here. So cesium is... Man, I keep talk, thinking about a Periodic table, I should just pull one up. Okay, yeah. All right, so yeah, barium is below calcium. So you have magnesium, calcium, strontium, and then barium, like all the way down with, a, with an atomic mass of 56. Well, atomic number of 56. And then cesium is actually right beside barium. Cesium is very similar. Its atomic number of fifty-five. So the thing that they lost was made out of cesium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cesium one thirty-seven. So cesium one thirty-seven, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the products that is produced by atomic explosions, like atomic bombs. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty dangerous stuff. I mean, that's like you're not, (laughs) as far as like fallout from from an atomic bomb. A lot of that is not the substance that made up the bomb, it's the substances produced when the bomb was exploded. And one of those, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, is cesium-137. The the dangerous thing about some of these substances, like, for instance, strontium, which is similar to calcium, like th- your body sees strontium the same as calcium. It can't hardly tell them apart. And so if you have radioactive strontium that's dropped out of the sky from an atomic blast upwind, then it will, basically your body will, say, oh, great, this is calcium, let's put this into my bones. And so it will start putting all this radioactive strontium into your bones, which can cause leukemia, uh, bone cancer. Then with um, cesium-137, which is produced by, uh, by atomic explosions, it's, your body looks at it the same as potassium. So it's kind of the same thing. Your body sees this cesium and thinks, "Oh, potassium! He must have eaten a banana," and <laughs> oh no, and starts like squirreling it away wherever you store potassium and starts causing problems. So, yeah, we're getting into the weeds here about radiation. And <laughs> so, so, it, so if there's ever a if there's ever an atomic explosion nearby, there's going to be cesium probably dropping out of the sky. And so what they do is people that are near nuclear power plants is they will oftentimes give them potassium iodide—potassium iodide? —tablets, and—well, actually, that's because of radioactive iodine. Anyway, sorry, I'm kind of getting—going down a rabbit hole, but basically, (laughs) there's also radioactive iodine produced by these explosions from the fallout, and Mm -hmm. if you you just completely soak your system with iodine or potassium— basically what will happen is your body will take in, you'll breathe it in or ingest it somehow and your body will see it and will say, well, I've got enough iodine. I've got enough calcium or potassium. I don't need this stuff. And you'll just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a way to protect yourself against, against radiation. But back to the whole topic of radiation and how dangerous it is, you know, radiation is all around us all the time. Just, Mm -hmm. in nature it's not only just things that are produced by man so radon i mentioned comes into your can come into your basement and you should probably get rid of that but there's just background radiation different areas just have more than others Mm -hmm. and there's even radiation in our food so for instance bananas are high in potassium but uh, some of the potassium atoms that are in a banana are actually radioactive. Mm-hmm, right, a very yeah. small amount. But and I'm thinking, is it Brazil nuts are also radioactive? That yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so why are people? What is your theory? Why are people so scared of X rays? <sighs> well, they don't understand them. Like they don't quite know what's going on. At least that's at least that's my that's my theory that. When you don't know how something works, you don't understand the mechanism behind it, it seems scary and dangerous. Mm -hmm. I mean, x-rays can be dangerous if you take too many of them, but it's almost impossible to get that many x-rays. So Mm -hmm. I think CT scans, if you would take numerous CT scans in a year, that might start getting on the dangerous side of things. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times, the, the people that are taking your CT scan, they have your medical records, and so they know hey, James has taken a CT scan in the last year, or he's taken 10, maybe he shouldn't take another one or Mm -hmm. uh, something along those lines. I mean, our bodies are very well designed, um, surprise, surprise, (laughs) to deal with radiation, and there's even some evidence that bumping up the level of radiation a little bit, not super high, I mean, obviously, if you would stick that little pill from Australia in your pocket, you'd probably... (laughs) become injured and possibly even get cancer. Mm-hmm. But a little bit above normal levels of radiation tends to actually drop cancer risk, from what I understand, mm-hmm. um, because your body your body's constantly having to repair damage to your DNA. And it seems like, and this isn't an uneducated from things that I read a while back, but that basically when your body... Uh, has to repair more DNA. It actually gets better at it, and it works better. That system works better than normal. Mm-hmm. So, it, it it's not like any radiation is bad. It's it's more like above a certain dose is sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say that
0: you're right. What you what you're saying that not understanding it is why people are afraid. But I would compare it to. People use the term radioactivity the same way that that people I'm talking about uh, the the plebes <laughs> yeah. use the word chemical. Mm. So uh, this is something that can get James's blood pressure up is when people say they will not use chemicals in their house mm-hmm. or like they won't they won't eat chemicals or they won't drink chemicals or they won't use chemicals for cleaning. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, water. Is a chemical, <laughs> and so I think it's very much the same way with radioactivity, where people, I think, non-educated, if I, I think that's the best way to say it about radioactivity. Anyway, non-expert people hear radioactivity, think uranium, think atomic bombs, mm-hmm. and or uh, you know uh, the fallout, like how how the fallout of Hiroshima or even recent more recently uh, what was that uh,
1: nuclear plant that exploded uh, was well it didn't explode no nuclear plant, plants have ever exploded they melt down <laughs> okay <laughs> that was Fukushima in Japan oh yes that's right
0: and and what happened to the people and the environment around there and and so, and so they think I don't want I don't want fukushima to happen to my body yeah and it's not you know it's not the same thing x-rays are measured or x-rays are i guess carried on radiation and are measured in millisieverts if i'm pronouncing that right Mm -hmm. and uh, the american american college of radiology says that you could have up to 100 millisieverts in your lifetime and it be within the allowable or acceptable amount of radiation in, in the body, which would be equal to having 10,000 10, chest x-rays. Okay. And so it's very unlikely that anyone is going to have 10,000 chest x-rays. Even, even if they would, that would still be within the permissible amount of x-ray or the radiation that goes with x-rays. It would be the same as having uh, 25 C- CT scans in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Again, that's very unlikely that anyone is going, going to have 25 CT scans. And like James said, your doctor should have your record and know how many CT scans you had. But imagining that your maximum amount of x-rays is, is 10,000, probably none of us listening to this are even close to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, yeah, I think the risk of you know radiation um either the type you know alpha beta gamma or x rays is a little bit overblown mm-hmm. i i was just looking at a study here that was talking about the amount of you know those people that have been directly exposed to huge amounts of radiation mm-hmm. those who you know survived the uh, the atomic bombs being dropped on hiroshima and nagasaki mm-hmm. um You know, you would expect, well, they, you know, had terrible amount of, you know, basically every person just had cancer and probably died of cancer and their children had cancer and Mm -hmm. genetic diseases. And anyway, it turns out that their cancer over the course of their lifetime, they had about 10% more cancer than other people, Mm -hmm. you know, than, than average. So it's not even twice as much cancer, which would still be not a huge amount. I mean, it would still be, it's not like everybody would be dying of cancer. And it, as far as they can tell, there's no, like their children didn't seem to have increased rates of genetic diseases, uh, mutations, things like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not to gloss over the horrible effects of it, but, and especially those who died from acute radiation sickness, that is a absolutely horrible way to go. You kind of get mm-hmm. cooked from the inside and then your your body, your organs just start shutting down. Yeah. But- it's you know it's not nearly as bad as a lot of people think and for instance the 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 worst nuclear disaster we've had other than of course the atomic bombs being dropped was the chernobyl nuclear uh, mm-hmm. reactor mm-hmm. melting mm-hmm. down and that was much 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 worse than fukushima and they estimate maybe a couple thousand people died from cancer afterward mm-hmm. at the most it was a couple thousand likely maybe even less than that there was a Maybe a couple hundred, uh, tens or a hundred or so that died of acute radiation sickness right after. Mm-hmm. But as far as like chronic cancers and things like that, it really wasn't that. I mean, it was still, even if it's thousands, that's still a tragedy and a lot of people died. But it's not not like millions of people were dying. Um, there's things that kill way more people than radiation. And with... Mm-hmm. With Fukushima, so the, the plant melted down, this is in 2011, I think, shortly after the tsunami, and they, you know, for to to spare the people, they actually moved the people in the nearby town. They moved them elsewhere, and in the whole process of moving older people, they, uh, they feel like that the whole process of moving and everything from that upheaval actually ended up contributing to more deaths than radiation i don't think they believe any radiation or any deaths can be directly attributed to the radiation from the meltdown mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing yeah
0: yeah and just remembering that you know people like becquerel uh, Ronken, the curies i mean they were working with fairly even fairly refined stuff mm-hmm. and lived long <laughs> lives and the
1: men grew Very uh, long and full beards. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, yeah, maybe this, maybe this stuff is like fertilizer. Maybe you should uh, use a little bit of it. (laughs) Yeah. So the, the moral of the story is, uh, you know, don't
0: breathe in radon, don't play with refined uranium and you'll probably be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Probably so.